faith, 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 family, the single life. Most of us dream alike, but we don't think alike. Gotta learn to hustle if you want the finer things in life. Riding as a couple, or maybe it's just a single flight. But highly if you need advice, that's right, advice. If you're trying to be a wife or living the dad life, maybe you moving slow or whipping the fast life. Either way, just pull up. Come on, get an ad ice. Just chill. Hey guys, it is Miss Icy, and I am so excited to have an opportunity to give and pour on this wonderful day. It is MLK Day, and we have an opportunity to give back to the community in amazing ways. I know some of you decided to go out in March, and I know some of you decided to volunteer in some places, and I know some of you just decided to have a moment to think and you know, process what this day is and how it's moving and, you know, just the goodness of liberation and civility, you know, those things are important. And so I thought in the mind, in the mind frame of liberation, you know, we know that Dr. Martin Luther King did some time in jail. Okay. He was the most righteous thug. All right. I, that's how I view him. Okay. He was the most righteous thug oh let me not say he's a thug because somebody gonna come for me don't come for me y'all know what i mean don't come for me so what i'm saying is this though i love the way that he was able to set forth an action of non-violence that could transform a world i mean it, it literally transformed theory it transformed the way that we interact with one another it started to transform people's minds to be open toward people's differences i mean it was global it was beautiful it was wonderful and you know i thought to give like some sort of reverence to that and i wanted to talk about prison reform and lo and behold you know the god you know god works in mysterious ways because i got this very random inbox on linkedin from this very wonderful man and God knew that I was looking for somebody to talk to about this. And then I randomly clicked on my LinkedIn and there it was an awesome individual who has an awesome brand and doing amazing things with a beautiful testimony, I might add. And we might be able to hear a little bit of that testimony as the show progresses. But I wanted to introduce to you guys on the Inspire Change Everywhere show, where we talk about the goodness of breathing life into one another. I wanted to introduce you guys to Mr. Veal, Mr. Kevin Veal. Now, I will go on a tangent and share all of his accolades, but I think it'll be most impressive if he told us a little bit about himself. How are you doing today, Mr. Veal? Miss Icy, I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for allowing me to interview you and talk about your awesome work. Uh, could you tell us what you are up to right now? I'm definitely uh, looking to change the minds and the hearts of the kids in the kingdom by introducing a innovative approach to being able to teach social and emotional intelligence by using a catchphrase socially, individuals recognize more to be a negative. And that's really how uh, it came to me, uh, WTF. You think about WTF, what first come to your mind? Well, you know, WTF is definitely text message language and I okay. was on the cusps of T9. Um, yeah. And everything started prog progressing really fast during that time. So you already know my mind automatically goes to a negative. Like what the please? That's where my mind goes. Exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. You and 99% of the world know WTF to be 
um, a catchphrase that's used and is used more in a negative context. Me just going through life, uh, understanding, um, you know, or looking for understanding for the purpose that God had really just created me. I went through a lot of WTF moments um, in my life, being a former athlete, um, having an NFL dream, um, and not having a discipline that was needed to actually um, solidify that that NFL dream to, to get that big paycheck. I had to go through a lot of WTF moments. And it wasn't until I started strengthen, strengthening my spiritual uh, intelligence when I started receiving revelation and God told me to work through frustrations. And that was the prophetic word. Um, and that's how I'm here now. Um, I'm looking to change the way that schools and organizations uh, implement um, social and emotional learning, um, especially in our black and brown communities, by culturally giving them an opportunity to being able to express and articulate their WTF moments um, to help them identify the triggers so we can use the wisdom that God has given us as educators um, and professionals and parents to being able to help the kids in the community uh, or the kids in the, the kingdom work through their frustrations. So that's what I'm doing right now, Miss Icy. I'm, I'm looking to um, give the platform to individuals to talk about that negative and connect more kingdom-minded um, individuals to help these individuals um, to work through it, uh, any adversity or any high level of frustrations that they may um, have in their lives. I, I, that's my stuff. You know, I, I love uh, connecting the aspect of awareness to how you're feeling. To be self-aware of yourself is you know, that it's a game changer. When you really start understanding what your triggers are, or you really start understanding what sets you off or what calms you down, what what are the things that, that um, can soothe you? You know, just recently I've been learning about um, the different types of attachment styles. And that's been a very interesting space. I'm learning about attachment styles and something called the, um, the anxious attachment. There is a uh, secure attachment and I learned that I'm a little, I'm leaning a little more toward the anxious attachment type of person. And so I laughed to myself and I've been challenging myself. Well, I want to be more secure, right? But this is all a part, be, a part of being more self-aware, right? Like you have to become aware of yourself, those triggers, those those things that set you off and, and those things that can make you calm, being aware of yourself. Um, my question to you though is, when did you realize that, you know, you've been you you became or you've been let me rephrase when did you realize that you were becoming more aware of yourself where were you what were you doing how did you become more aware of yourself the time uh, of being incarcerated is when i can when i actually realized exactly what the assignment that guy was actually fulfilling fulfilling and assigning me to um anointing me to fulfill in the next post-release um, so I must say it was uh, during my incarceration period that I, I realized um, what it was and what, what I had to do. Prison is what I, what I would consider to be the closest thing to hell on earth. 
Um, excuse my expression. Um, but I had to realize during my my time in prison, first understand naturally, of course, what my natural sentence was, why the judge sentenced me, and I, I, I knew it. Um, but I had to understand what my spiritual sentence was and why God was sentencing me to sit down. Um, so it really became more so um, uh, self, again, self-aware, just understanding that he called me to, you know, I wanted to be a boss all my life. I, I just wanted to, um, that was my goal. I wanted to play football, be in the NFL, and just be a boss with really no true meaning of or identity of what a boss is. I just wanted to be a boss. Um, but God said, if you want to be a boss, I'm calling you to build others spiritually strong. Um, so understanding the calling that was placed in my life um, while I was in prison, I have to credit my time to going in prison because I developed and discovered my purpose. Um, and I utilized my time while sitting down incarcerated to reform myself um, because I knew that I couldn't rely on any other entity outside of what I can control to start going through the process of uh, uh, reform to make sure I can uh, rehabilitate my own self, develop uh, and enhance my cognitive um, skills and so that's really with the the idea of turning a negative into a positive the wtf playbook really kind of morphed because i've seen a lot of um, fathers especially black fathers uh, incarcerated and their kids was fatherless uh, in the world without a father to teach them social and emotional skills or intelligence and i just thought that I can provide a playbook of strategies and um, a, a great approach with um, innovative um, um, scenarios that can allow a kid to just start asking themselves the right questions, to being able to set more uh, effective goals, to being able to um, get their desired result. And that was the, the, the whole purpose of the WTF playbook, how to turn any negative into a positive, is to um, give the playbook to, you know, our black and brown boys, to, to everybody, but especially because our black and brown boys are the ones who are being affected uh, socially and economically. Um, and they're the ones who are um, entangled in the justice system um, the most. I wanted to give them the playbook. And my thinking was, I didn't realize what, what CBT was until I got incarcerated. And my thinking was, um, if I would have understood how to um, make great, you know, great decisions or accurate decisions, um, understand my feelings, vocalize my frustrations at a younger age, um, and being able to feel like I have a platform to talk about whatever uh, that's bothering me and at a, at a at a young age I'll be able to have um, you know uh, more of a support to being able to help me along the way so that was my thinking for WTF 
um, with CBT and now tying it to WTF SEL um, by incorporating it into the schools and giving kids opportunities to be able to express their emotions, to gain more intelligence from the ones who are placed in their life to give them um, the wisdom, which is the educators and the therapists and the ones who are called to help these kids. Awesome, I absolutely love it. So question, where can we find you, Mr. Veal? I'm definitely using LinkedIn as that platform to being able to um, just connect with um, leaders and uh, experts in this field to introduce them a new um, a new process. So LinkedIn right now, um, but also I do have uh, a website, wtfsel.com. It's under construction, um, so maybe the next uh, 10 or 15 days together to where I can go ahead and launch um, wtfsel.com. Awesome, awesome. Guys, you heard it here first. We have some great questions coming up for Mr. Veal in regards to CBT and SEL and reform and helping black and brown boys. Guys, stay tuned to KAZI 88.7. We'll be right back. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for tuning in to Inspire Change Everywhere. And if you didn't know, now you know, we were once formally grow through. If you're following me on social media, it might make sense to you now because my handle on Instagram is ice with icy. Let me just introduce this tiny little tidbit. Inspire, I, change, C, E, everywhere. So you ice with icy you see what i did there you see what i did i'm glad y'all like it okay i'm glad y'all like it i'm trying to like be more streamlined this year it's all about processes in 2023 but with that being said processes i love that because i believe mlk had a process i believe that he woke up with a process on how he was going to change the world. And I think one of those ways is being aware of yourself. And that's one reason that I brought on our guest today, because I think, you know, you have to go through some processes, you know, you, you have to wake up to yourself and be aware of yourself in order to make tremendous change, in order to in order to make some change in this world, you have to know who you are. And so without further ado, again, you know, I'm gonna bring my guest back on, Mr. Kevin Beal. Um, he is, at this point, I think low key a serial entrepreneur. I mean, that's what I wanna go ahead and say. He's shaking his head, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if not now, definitely in the making. How are you doing today, Mr. Veal? I'm, I'm doing good, Icy, once again. Thank you again for having me. I'm just grateful for your platform. It's a pleasure, really. You know, honestly, guys, y'all y'all already know, like, I love bringing people on to teach us something. And I do think that Mr. Veal has something to teach us. And before we left off, we were talking about young men and black and brown boys ensuring that they have, you know, models, ensuring that they have structure, ensuring that they have opportunities to learn more about themselves through these processes of CBT and uh, social emotional development. However... As we talk about this, they have to get it from somewhere. I have to ask you the question, Mr. Bill, where did you get this from? <laughs> Who inspired you? Where did you get this from? I, I hate to say um, when it came to like really um, asking uh, like those tough questions, 
it was in prison. CBT was introduced to me um, in prison. Um, I didn't have the privilege to experience therapy, you know, growing up. Um, and maybe because I didn't have any um, any trauma that was uh, was clear that, you know, my, my mom or my parents uh, seen fit to even offer therapy. And then, you know, even back in the day when I was going to school, they wasn't testing kids like they was testing now. Public educational system, uh, we wasn't at, we wasn't being tested. There wasn't an emphasis on uh, SEL in the schools. Um, our our era, we pretty much had to suffer and deal with the same process of uh, social emotional learning. But the prison systems were introducing CBT. And what is CBT? We we don't know what that is. What is CBT? Gotcha. Great, great question. Uh, cognitive behavior ther uh, therapy. Um, and it's just the process to being able to uh, understand or uh, articulate and interpret your feelings and manage your emotions. Um, and just being able to just really process it and navigate through it. And that's what CBT is, um, Cognitive Behavior Therapy. Um, and it's usually taught in a group session and they use CBT really as a preventative measure to one-on-one um, -on -one therapy. So it's usually more effective when uh, CBT is incorporated with a group of individuals who uh, are like-minded or pretty much going through similar type crisis. Uh, but it was one individual, uh, Deputy Nelson. He was a deputy warden at the prison that I was, that I was in in Ohio. He really is the one who really kind of inspired me and kind of spark that next level of um, create divine creativity when he really challenged me to make WTF bigger than a t-shirt because really WTF really started from just um, three letters I wrote on the paper um, and I thought it was just a, a cool idea I can put on some t-shirts and when I get out of prison I can go sell t-shirts and he really just inspired me to actually make WTF bigger than a t-shirt, to take more, you know, while I was in prison to utilize my time to take more CBT um, uh, classes that I can actually develop a um, WTF as a course and a curriculum that possibly I can utilize and bring back into the prison systems. I was encouraged to take CBT uh, classes while I was incarcerated. SEL became, um, more of an emphasis in the school systems, although it was a process that was developed and created um, almost 20 years ago, that if we can eliminate or, or decrease the pipeline to prison and only teach kids CBT once they get into the judicial system, let's go ahead and put more emphasis on SEL and give them the playbook and the platform to being able to learn and learn social and emotional intelligence. Like, I love this because guys, let me tell you how Mr. Ville is really doing some really awesome things. Um, right now he is, or he has developed curriculum that he is now um, literally pushing out into school districts even now. And he is teaching young people how to 
use their words and be more. And I, I, I keep saying the word aware. So I'm just going to keep saying the word aware. Okay. Because we got to be aware <laughs> because as a teacher, one of the things that you struggle with in the classroom is students not being they're, they're just not knowledgeable. They're not knowledgeable of themselves and their emotions and how to deal with them and how to use their words to communicate with you. And a lot of the times in these black and brown communities, you know, in our communities, there's such a lack of communication there that young people are behind. You know, we are behind in some areas. And I know you might say, oh, not me, not my baby, not my baby. My baby goes to Winston Churchill Magnificent School of Fine Arts and Drama. But not all babies, you know, not all the kids. And it's important that this type of work that Mr. Veal is completing is pushed out into the world, you know? Like again, inspire change everywhere and I love it, okay? Could you tell us more about how um, your work is impacting the communities around you? Yeah, um, <clears throat> again, it's given the platform to being able to share the same language uh, around mental health. Um, and it's given individuals, especially kids, an opportunity to see that they're not just the lucky number that was pulled to be the one to have a WTF moment. Um, let them know that no matter what zip code you live in, we all have WTF moments in our personal life and our professional life. Um, so just giving a, a, a platform to um, share that same language um, that's relatable, that's relevant to say that um, when when we see our kids being able to talk about their WTF moments and then hear their other peers talk about their WTF moments, they realize they're not alone. So then in turn, now we um, just start opening the doors to being able to provide um, adequate um, just care, spiritual care, to being able to, you know, sometimes it may be uncomfortable hearing, you know, um, our, what our kids' WTF moments are, you know, because we feel like they shouldn't be going through it. But hey, it is what it is, you know, it's, and it's better to give them the platform to being able to articulate and express um, what their WTF moment is to allow God to give us the wisdom to being able to at least connect to it, to at least help them babies work through their frustrations. Mr. Bill, please tell us where can we find you? Where can we find your work? How we, how can we support you? Where mm. can we find you? So, of course, uh, LinkedIn, um, Kevin Ville is my name, K-E-V-I-N. Um, Veal, V-E-A-L, um, WTF uh, Foundation. Um, and what will be helpful if, if there's any educators or any uh, leaders of after-school programs or um, even uh, youth ministries, um, please send me an email. I would love to um, share some of the WTF SEL playbook um, just to get the feedback, um, just to see how uh, relatable and relevant um, it is or how easy it is to apply um, with this generation of kids. Um, and just see how divine it is to even now just sound relatable and being able to share the same language around mental health and 
um, you know, and just more healing. So um, WTFSEL.com is the website. Again, um, it's under construction, but just keep checking back in. But for um, right now, content and connection um, on LinkedIn, Kevinville, WTF Foundation. Guys, y'all should see him right now. He like throwing up thug signs and stuff. You should see him. He like <laughs> H Town. <laughs> Guys, you heard it here first. And I will not lie, Mr. Veal definitely shared very transparent apparently in his testimony. You definitely heard it here first. And I do appreciate him being so transparent and telling about his past and how his past has transformed his life. He is definitely a boss definitely a boss <laughs> and he is definitely one of those people where you know what we got to talk about those WTF moments got to talk about those WTF moments because it's all about building others spiritually strong it is definitely about that guys it is time you know it's time it's time to inspire change everywhere that's where we are right now 88.7 KAZI so grateful to have you tuning in Guys, this is Miss Icy signing out. Be blessed, be inspired. Bye. It's time for Keys to the Streets with Miss Keys. Stay tuned. <laughs>